0: Hi everyone, I'm Carmen and welcome to the Rise of a Goddess podcast, a place where we explore all things femininity, feminine energy, intuition, and mindset. Each week we will discuss the many ways media, society, and the world around us help shape our minds to ignore intuition and play small. Together we will discover how these elements become roadblock number one to rising to our full goddess potential. If you're ready to tap into your goddess energy, you've come to the right place. Now let's dive in. everyone happy monday and welcome back to the rise of a goddess podcast if you are new here my name is carmen i am your host and i'd like to extend to you a very very warm welcome thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in on this podcast and if you are a returning listener as always i am eternally grateful for each and every one of you who consistently come back to listen in and also take the time out to send me messages your messages mean the world to me i love hearing what you have to say words of encouragement even your messages where you're telling me that things resonated or that something clicked when you heard something that makes me feel overjoyed because it's exactly what I want. I want thought-provoking podcast episodes where it gets us thinking about what is it we can do for ourselves or what is it that we have not been seeing that we haven't been doing that is holding us back from rising to our fullest potential rising to a full goddess potential. So it means so very much and I'm so grateful and thankful for all of your messages. Keep them coming. I love reading them and I also love interacting with all of you. At the time that I am recording this podcast episode, it is Sunday, February 13th. I just returned from my week-long trip to Puerto Rico if you listened in on last week's episode, you know that I took a trip to visit my mom who retired in, over in the island and was gonna spend the week with her, which I felt was much needed. I wanted to observe my mom and you know how she was doing mentally and physically and emotionally in her natural home. Um, Obviously when we see her, when she visits, it's for very short periods of time. And usually she's not behaving in her usual sense because she's not home, right? You're in someone else's home, you're behaving with your outdoor behavior. So I wanted to observe her at her home and it was it was a great visit. I got a lot of information that I had been naturally pinged to look into. Um I do a lot of meditating and as you know, if you are a person who meditates, you do get a lot of soul questions and answers when you meditate. And things that you should be looking into or you should be implementing in your life you get these messages when you meditate and it was something that for quite some time for a few months i've been wanting to go do so it was a great trip um i learned a lot um about my mom um about her current mental state um not to get too into it our family does have a history of dementia and alzheimer's and i wanted to see where on the line my mom stood um because i know she'd been very forgetful but i knew that i was only getting bits and pieces bits and pieces of what people were telling me or what she was telling me. So spending a week there was great. It was very, um, I guess you could say thought provoking. But um, at the same time, it was very therapeutic, enlightening and empowering to me as well. Um, Being in the sun is just, the sun is such a magical thing. We get, we don't just get vitamin D from it, but our whole mental state goes up, when we are in the sun. Couple that with having your feet in the sand and being near the ocean and smelling and feeling the ocean breeze. It was truly amazing. I was sad to leave because as you know, a week flies by. But um, yeah, it it was great. And it was great spending time with my mom and seeing her happy you know like that that she she loves being in Puerto Rico this is this is her this is her home this is where she wants to be so you know any decisions that we make I guess from here on out as far as any help or whatever that she may need as her conditions you know escalate we're going to have to do it around the fact that she is in the place that she is her happiest because just seeing her smile and talk to the people that live there and dance and interact and joke around it was it was awesome and her neighbors and the people in town absolutely adore her so it was a lot of fun being there so Let me stop that intro right there because we have been going into it for about four minutes. But um, yeah, I just wanted to give you an update on what happened within the last week since the last time we hopped on the podcast. And as you can see with today's episode, I figured what better day to make an episode for my single goddesses than today. February 14th, Valentine's Day. So first and foremost, have a happy, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Wishing you all the best. Wishing you love each and every day. Not just on Valentine's Day, but every day. So hopping into today's topic, as you can see by the title of the podcast, it is the top three common mistakes goddesses make when dating. First and foremost, I have to give it to all of my single goddesses, because the dating world today is so much different than what dating was like 30 years ago. Right off the bat, we could say we did not have the issues of social media, number one, or technology, the internet. Um, I find that it overcomplicates the whole thing and unfortunately it's leaving a lot of my beautiful goddesses feeling a bit i guess disempowered if um that's the right choice word um i chat a lot with some of my friends who are listening in and it really breaks my heart because these are beautiful, smart, intelligent, um, very well adjusted and personable young women who are navigating this dating scene, which primarily seems to be centered around dating apps and running into some major snags. None made by them, mostly made by this app um i'd like to say that first of all dating apps i feel they are skewed and really created and rigged in men's favor let's face it a man has a dating app and is looking through a slew of women and he feels he has you know the pickings like he could pick whoever he wants and He can see as many as he wants, and he can try to conquest, sexually conquest, many of them. And it's kind of sad because it actually puts them in a bad position because here they are not giving a fair chance to someone that could possibly be a potential life partner for them because they feel like a kid in a candy store. So um, I know that that has to be very exhausting to say the least. But with on the same token, I have seen three very common mistakes being made by goddesses when they're navigating these dating apps and the dating world. And I wanna thank my beautiful goddesses that are listening in I know you're listening for always confiding in me and for sharing what has been going on you know in your dating life and in navigating dating apps because I've learned so much and for many of you we've had this discussion before this topic that we're hopping into And it's a great one that we can share with other goddesses. So let's hop into the three that I believe are the most common. The first one I have to say is many goddesses are chasing, pursuing or initiating contact with men. If there is one surefire way for a woman to place herself in a very vulnerable position, a position in which she can possibly be taken advantage of, is to chase a man, to pursue a man. You're taking away probably half of his work when you, as a woman, initiates contact with a man. I do know that in dating apps, you have to swipe left, swipe right with the matches that the app believes are your best fit, but it doesn't mean that you have to reach out to the man. He knows that you find him attractive, which would be the equivalent of, in my day, looking over to a guy and kind of smiling and locking eyes let him pursue now he knows you find him attractive and you swiped in the right direction for him allow him if he's interested to make contact because the reason i say that a woman puts herself in a vulnerable position is you got to think of it this way men's very first idea or desire is to have intimate contact with a woman. Let's face it. They're not out there saying, oh, I cannot wait to get married and I cannot wait to have children and start a family. And that's why I'm on this dating app. That might be reason number 262. But his very first one is having a large dating pool in which to build intimate relationships with. So when you throw yourself to a man, you're already giving him all of the signs that you are very, very interested in him and that you cannot wait to be contacted by him or to be taken out on a date by him. Another thing is, is that a masculine man will probably find this a little unattractive. Because again, like I said, men are by nature hunters and by nature love to fight to the finish for the affections of the woman that they desire. So he's not going to be too interested in building a relationship with someone that he feels will probably be reaching out to other guys too. Because let's face it, a lot of the dating apps, that's exactly what these men are doing. And a lot of the men also feel that the women are doing the same thing, especially when they leave their app open. Um, I've spoken to a male friend of mine who has, has had experiences in dating apps, and he's, mentioned it a couple of times where he says, well, she's not off the dating app. So I'm not either because she's still playing the field. So, so am I. So it works. Like I said, the app is rigged really in a man's favor. So I would suggest basically allowing him to do his thing. I mean, You don't want someone who you're going to have to be putting in all of the the work romantically or in a relationship if you do move on to something more serious. You want someone who truly desires you, who truly did everything he could to make you his partner and who actually feels like here I am with the woman of my dreams and I did everything I could to invest in her and to show her that I desired her and I wanted her. So yeah, that's that's probably one of the biggest mistakes that I think women make um, is chasing. Also remember that A masculine man is looking for someone who is his opposite. In saying that, I mean, he's looking for a woman who lies in her femininity, who is playful, who is alluring. These are all things that do not come naturally to a man. So if he's dating someone who is lying very much in their masculine energy, then it's kind of like dating himself, right? So what he wants or what a truly masculine man will want is he will want to pursue someone who has the things that he doesn't have. He wants that femininity. So lying in femininity, allow him to prove to you that he wants to be with you allow him to invest in you. And this way you kind of protect yourself from drawing in your dusties, for lack of a better word, your manipulators and your narcissists. You want someone who is truly engaged and truly wants to invest and build with you. The second mistake that I find goddesses make when dating is that they're going into the dating world without a clearly defined list of standards and boundaries in mind. And this can be extremely dangerous because it means that you are leaving yourself open and vulnerable to not seeing red flags. Because if you're a woman who knows what she wants, that has high standards, you're going to recognize immediately when the person that's pursuing you does not meet your qualifications. It also leads into you not romanticizing. And falling for a guy's potential. Also, it eliminates that feeling of fear, settling for someone out of fear. Because if you have these standards and you have these boundaries, then you already know you know what? This is not going to work in the long haul. So let me not fall for this person any further or start thinking, well, maybe I could look over that. If you have a clearly defined set of standards for yourself and for what you want and what you feel you deserve, then you won't easily fall for the guys that don't work out for you. And you will more likely not settle for anything less than what you deserve. And the third and final common mistake goddesses are making when dating nowadays is that they are giving out way too much information on the first few dates. Actually, I I like to even go one step further. They are giving way, way too much information via DMs or texts. Many of these men are able to have a game plan already in mind to winning and scoring an intimate encounter with you by merely texting and asking you questions without even coming into face-to-face contact with you. He's able to know exactly the right words to say and the right things to do because you gave him the blueprint to your heart immediately without having him work for it one of the most common questions that a man makes when he's trying to make a beeline to the finish line in order to be intimate with you is what are you looking for in a man now think Think this through very clearly and slowly. That question is extremely loaded in his favor because he's going to take note of every single thing that you said to him. And he's going to perform and act the part because if he acts the part immediately and he lays it on thick you're going to fall for him and he's going to get what he wants and then when he has had his fill or you know he's ready to move on to the next one he will become his usual self and most more often than not you're going to see that this is not the person that you fell for and you're going to want out And he's going to have an easy out because guess what? This is truly him, what he's showing you after the conquest. So I find that many women make the mistake of giving out key pieces of information too early on. I think the perfect way to answer that question, if you ever got it from him, is to say, you know what? I'll let you know if what you're showing me is exactly what I want. Because it lets him know, game on, fellas. Game on. And what's something that a masculine man likes to do is he likes the thrill of a chase. He likes a competitive game. And he's, if he's interested, this is if he's interested, he will say, game on, because he wants to achieve that intimate relationship with you. But in the process of doing that, of him doing that, that's when men begin to fall for a woman. Men need time to fall for a woman. Women tend to fall very easily. So that's, you know, a huge disparity that we had, you know, a huge difference between men and women, but allows you to see his level of interest because men who are not interested are not, or I'm not going to say not, let's say nine times out of 10 will not stick around long if he's really not interested. If that was his only thing that he wanted from you, he will likely, his attention span will wane and he will move on to the next one. So yeah, that's a big one. Don't give out too much information because you don't want him to be pretending to be someone he isn't in order to gain access to you. So yes, those were my three top common mistakes that I feel goddesses are making nowadays when it comes to dating and hopefully they were ideas that can help. Um, if you feel that there are others that you think are a little bit more important, please feel free to let me know. Feel free to put it under one of the posts at, at the rise of a goddess on Instagram and let me know and let sh- share it with other women because... I think it's important as women for us to all offer each other support and information and also protect one another from falling into mistakes that we have possibly made in the past or that you've seen happen far too often. So yeah, definitely, please share your information with other goddesses and let's build this community to be one where we support one another and share information with one another. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Rise of a Goddess podcast. And I hope that all of you have an amazing Valentine's Day. You have a wonderful week and that you'll tune in next week. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care.